0: Hello everybody.
1: Welcome back to the Ice House Fit Podcast. I'm Coach Jeremy. I'm Coach Mo. What are we talking about this week?
0: Keeping it simple. What does that mean? I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) So we talk a lot about, uh, you know, coming back to the basics and doing the basics. And I realized that we haven't really outlined what that means. Yeah. What does it mean to come back to the basics? And that's one of the things as a coaching staff we've been working really hard at over the last couple months is in our programming, in our uh, the way we speak, the way we um, interact with our clients, like really helping people come back to the basics. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's a very easy thing to get distracted by everything shiny, new, fun, exciting. And yeah, the amount of times, that, like just as an aside, the amount of times that I've likely done this, and mm-hmm. I know I've done this, and also the amount of times that I've had that I've worked with clients where we're working on one specific small thing, and they come back. You know, I read this article about this extra thing, um, it's completely <laughs> completely on the other end of the spectrum of um, what we're doing, like we're working on hydration, They're like, yeah, I just read this really great thing about this fasting protocol that these monks use, you think I could do that? <laughs>
0: it's like a dry fast so like I actually won't have water for the next 40 days <laughs> and yeah, you're like, yeah cool 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 no <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: and we we get that too is like I said I've been there I've done that you you, you start on one path you get um, you get that shiny object over on the side you're thinking like this is going to be the thing that's going to push me to that next level it's going to be that silver bullet yeah and um, if I had if there were silver bullets in the health and wellness industry, um, we'd be selling them,
0: and we'd probably be out of a job. To be honest, yeah, like it would be, it'd be pretty much done. And that's the hard part, right? Because uh, we're going to touch on this in all of our four pillars: so fitness, nutrition, mindset, and recovery. We're going to go through um, simple tools you can use simply to simplify.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's probably the most simple words i've ever used in a long time said <laughs> simple at least five times <laughs> i was trying what is it seven times till you get it um let's start with fitness so uh constantly varied shiny syndrome mm-hmm. um has also led to constantly varied comparison syndrome and so when we look uh when we look at programming for somebody so when we take like a completely deconditioned athlete, so somebody who is brand new to fitness, brand new to, you know, working out, uh, it's a little bit easier to do these progressions, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's the walk before you run. So, let's just take a push up. Uh, for most people, that's a that's a goal to do a toe push up, to do push ups on their toes, and starting that with a plank hold. And that might start with a plank hold on a box elevated um, and then over time lowering that box lower and lower that might start with you know from your knees um, and then graduate to the toes graduate from the toes to a front-leaning rest um, and from there starting to add the push-up piece Mm -hmm. and that's what we mean when when we say starting simply Um, is starting with the thing that moves the needle, like, start there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not starting a push-up with 100 knee push-ups followed by some floor presses, bench presses, all of those things. Like, yes, they help, and can you hold a plank?
1: Can you hold that static position that's going to be required from a overall tension in the body? Because, like, when we look at common flaws in things like a push-up, that, yeah. that ability to hold that plank as they lower is a major major flaw point that also burns out the shoulders faster
0: yeah because then you're just like becoming uh i don't remember the exact term you're going to help me with the wobble board bar that we have yeah,
1: yeah. Earthquaker bar or earthquake or bar yeah or whatever you want to call them
0: that's basically what your shoulders become in yep. a warm push-up mm-hmm. and then you're like i don't know why mm-hmm. i can only do three of these yeah because yeah. you just toasted everything that's in your shoulder yeah. or
1: <laughs> oh man my, my low back always feels weird after i'm doing push-ups so it's like yeah because your spine looks like a, a slinky when you're <laughs> slinky doing this bingy
0: bingy bingy. yeah yeah and uh i think one of the other uh big movements that gets uh overstated and understated all at the same time is the air squat mm-hmm. and for a lot of us in our 40s 50s 60s the idea of just sitting in the bottom of squat is far from where we need to be right it's it's So deconditioned because of chairs that like yeah, we're great till 90 degrees and then what
1: and then it gets weird
0: Yeah, it gets really weird and so uh, Bringing in a box squat a squat to a target um, Is one of uh, as well as you know creating mobility drills and supporting that Is one of the best things that people can do hold on to something and work on your squat position and that gets overrated by throw a bar on your back and let's do some back squats
1: yeah we're always looking for the the end result and that's i think that can be from a um more psych or philosophical point of view Mm -hmm. is that when we look at people's journeys overall or when people get very frustrated on their journey in health and wellness that it becomes the focus is on the end result rather than taking the steps yeah. I don't, I've been there a million times. 100%. Same. And even though we know, you know, quote unquote better, uh, it's one of the easiest traps to fall into of, let's take even somebody who who has maybe a, a strength and balance from left to right, mm-hmm. doing the simple things like a single leg box squat, which if you've never done before. Good luck. Doesn't necessarily <laughs> even feel all that simple. Or as taking it down to a simple um, stepping up onto a plate yeah and making that movement as strict as possible where you really feel that imbalance yep it's very easy to say well i just want to rush to the end and right. i'm going to go back to doing the the higher intensity the higher complexity the the Faster bigger movement movements, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go back to doing all of those things um, because it's what I like. And there's there's nothing wrong with doing things that you like and being able to frame them in the um, lens of what is your goal yeah, is going to keep you on that path better. And,
0: and I think what people uh, misunderstand and, and don't see is the the people that they see move really well did not get there by doing high intensity work mm-hmm. they got there by doing slow single leg repetitive work
1: or it's even looking at people with a specific body composition
0: 100% yeah like
1: uh, it's easy to it's easy to compare yourself to whatever Instagram model or professional bodybuilder or who whatever whatever physique is speaking to you mm-hmm. and say I can get there in six months. The likelihood for any of those for any of us is pretty pretty low pretty rare um because it the training age just requires time, time. to build up yeah like the 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 most obvious one of this is in the the high-end extreme like strength sports yep. talking like your strongmen and yep. your power lifters specifically they they actually they get better as they age a lot of them if they train smart yeah because it just takes years and years and years to build yourself up to be a world-class competitor.
0: And that's what the the difference between, you know, that sport specific, especially, and I'm going to toss bodybuilding in there as well, mm-hmm. is they think in decades. Yes. They think like, I'm going to be ready to hit the stage in five to seven years. Not, I'm going to hit the stage in six months. Yeah. And... This is going to tie into some of our mindset stuff later, but the powerful people are the people who think in decades in mm. my opinion. Absolutely. People who can think 10, 20 years out. That's some cool stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and that also means that they've been able to. They've done enough of the basics that they're solid. Yep. That they are able to do them without thinking. And they're freed up from their day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, year-to-year focus, and now they are truly, they have that space and clarity to be able to think in that longer time frame.
0: Yeah. And so when you're approaching fitness, when we look at, you know, the, the we've talked about the training hierarchy, we've talked about, you know, load versus capacity. When we talk about building a person, and this is... Anybody that comes in it's let's start with, you know, what is your foundation and, and we check, you know We assess people. Sorry. That was a lot of figuring that out We assess people mm-hmm. and then we do a conditioning based test Because we want to see where we're at
1: What is your ability to do work look like? How do you? How do you handle it? Like what like what is your strategy for it? Do you yep. have a strategy? Yeah Um. Do you get done with it? And You look like you could have done twice as much you get done with it you look like we about killed you Um, like what does that actually look like
0: yeah and then that gives us the framework of like okay there are going to be repeatable things that we're going to do Mm -hmm. Uh, imagine a lot of those are going to involve a rower and a bike Um, especially if you are just starting out Um, being able to you know do five sets of two to three minutes on a bike um, I'm not even going to use assault bike because I think people's brain go to must sprint when mm-hmm. they hear salt bike. If we do <laughs> air
1: bike, um, stationary bike, <laughs> yeah whatever whatever
0: it is. But it's the repeatability and we, we've talked a lot about this in our RPE episode is working at 70%. So 70% is repeatable mm-hmm. with work rest ratio, right? If we go one to one, work for three minutes, rest for three minutes there should be a pace at 70% that you could be like cool I'm here for the next 12 days love this mm-hmm. I can repeat this I can stay here and when we look at the like programming that consistently that is where we can shrink you know decades into a couple years
2: mm-hmm.
0: right and still build and grow right and then the fun things come faster if we go straight to shiny shiny takes decades to build yes yeah and so if you're on your fitness journey and you're starting out like we've talked we've talked about this endlessly but start with walking right you have to walk Mm -hmm. before you can run and start with the plank start with the isometrics, start with the things that seem too easy to work you're on the right path Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you're like this seems so simple i don't understand you're on the right path
1: and also speaking to some of our people who have had experience working in either functional fitness or working with us, any of those areas, is being able to think about the days that you've come in to do a workout and you go, eh, whatever, mm-hmm. that's gonna be easy. <laughs> I have like a a a warning flag in my head anytime I, I approach a a training session that I see that happen or I, I feel that thought come in. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, okay. Well, I'm about to get my butt kicked by the most simple pieces of my fitness because it's going to expose every little uh, deficiency that I have.
0: Anytime I walk in and I see for quality on the board, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to die today. Yeah. <laughs>
1: There's going to be a long, long, slow tempos or there's going to be a lot of focus on moving, yep. moving continuously at a overall low output for yep. 20 to 30 minutes.
0: Yep. And it's going to be a sweat fest. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Coming from somebody who doesn't really sweat. Doesn't sweat. Yeah.
0: It's pretty magical. Yeah. <laughs> um, And so that's when we're talking simple in our, in our fitness world, those are the things we're talking about. We're talking about, you know, uh, we're in between, we're holidays right now. And so the more we can simplify things, the more likely we are to do them. Mm-hmm. A workout of push ups and air squats and sit ups can be a magical workout. Yeah. It doesn't have to include a barbell or a dumbbell, it could just be you and that workout.
1: You moving your body for a specific amount of time at a specific intensity. Yeah there um there can become a an attractive notion of like flailing around for x amount of time and really feeling like you got the 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 wind kicked out of you, like, oh, that was so terrible, isn't that great? How terrible it is
0: <laughs>
1: um you can also move your body and feel good afterwards,
0: yes, one hundred percent and
1: still. Be able to make progress from that.
0: And probably make progress. I would, not probably, soft talk knowledge, make progress faster. Yeah. Because you're giving yourself one of our next pillars when we talk about simplicity is recovery. So you're giving yourself the chance to recover. Mm-hmm. right? And that's what fitness is about. And the ultimate recovery hack is sleep.
1: It's a superpower.
0: That's it podcast (laughs) over and that's always one for people that's simple and not easy right yeah and so as we start to simplify things in our day as we start to simplify our workout and our workout schedule simplify the movements that we're doing simplify the techniques that we're using we can start to extrapolate that into our whole system Mm -hmm. right and as humans we are hardwired to make things complicated so that's what makes this simple but not easy
1: yeah and we're also very easily wired into always looking to add something yeah when we think about recovery like what can I add what kind of supplement can I add what kind of uh, soft tissue work can I have done what sort of uh, um, manual therapies chiropractic like what are all these pieces that i can add that's going to give me that extra edge and the reality is the only thing you need to add is sleep
0: sleep you probably and didn't need to take away 90 percent of that stuff because we've overcomplicated the process of recovering
1: yes or we've you're you're you're, you're spending money on expensive pee
0: yeah
2: that's
1: what you that's the what you're making
0: majority of the time yeah yeah
1: and being able to use like We've talked about what we recommend, but using those to fill in some of the gaps rather than to replace. Yeah, And that's a big portion of we were just talking about coffee. And one of the most poignant um, descriptors for caffeine that I've ever heard is that caffeine is the credit card of sleep. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I didn't sleep enough. I'm feeling really tired. I'm going to go to my caffeine. And because I've had an X amount of caffeine my next night, I'm not sleeping all that great. So then I got to run the credit card again and again and again and again. And then we we end up in a world where it's commonplace to have a 350 milligram dose of caffeine in a single energy drink. Yeah. Which is absurd. Yeah. (laughs) And then there are people out there um, that are drinking multiples of these.
0: Absolutely. And they're
1: wondering why they're so tired. Not just because that they're likely giving themselves six to seven hours to not only get to bed and sleep. Yeah. The quality of that sleep is terrible.
0: Yeah, it's because of the the caffeine.
1: Because of the caffeine, so um, the approach with recovery with sleep as our lens is to do less. Mm -hmm. Find a way to do less first.
0: Yeah, and really taking stock, like. you know, this bleeds into to financial a little bit as well as like Jeremy said, like, look at, uh, how much are you really spending on the 55 subscriptions and supplements and things and tools to help you relax mm-hmm. and take stock of which one of those are you actually using? Uh, how is it going and is it needed? Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Like for myself, I did an experiment, a year long experiment with this of, um, I used to get a bi weekly massage.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And yes, it was a great time for me to shut my brain off and have some some quiet mental time. I was like, well, can I also find that for myself Yeah, in a different way? Yeah, um, Is the massage required for it? Mm-hmm. Like, is the actual manual work for it required? Yeah. Or can I find something else that gets me similar results in relaxation and rest um, in different ways, lower cost ways, or... Ways that also allow me to get on with my day and not necessarily feel like, um, I just did a workout Right. depending on the level of, m- of massage.
0: Right. And that's what, um, for a lot of people, there's, there's something about being in a room alone. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, uh, I imagine that there's that, well, at least in a massage, there's a person there.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And Continuing to build your time without distraction. And one of my favorite recovery hacks, and this has changed a little bit. So we used to live uh, about a 20-minute, it felt like 20 minutes, probably like 12, but uh, it was a bit longer drive.
1: Getting across town always feels like it's, uh, (laughs) it's like rally the covered wagons, folks. We're going to be on the road for a month.
0: It's so funny. Like when I need to be there, I know it's 12 minutes, but when I tell the story, it's 25. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> i know i can do it in 12 but it really takes 25 um but it was turning the radio off mm-hmm. so i drive a lot in silence um and that was my first introduction to uh down regulating on the way home um so in a gym environment it's not a quiet environment <laughs> there is music playing all day they're uh with occasional abouts of like large either barbells dropping, uh, or, you know, people talking, people having fun. Like it's it's not a it's it's not a detrimental environment, but it's a loud environment. Mm-hmm. And so for me when I would go home and I would have the radio on, I would still be like in that buzz of that energy. And I would get home and there are times that <laughs> Ashley be like, "Yo, <laughs> I need you to bring that down, <laughs> like forty percent."
1: <laughs> you don't need to talk to me like I'm across a three thousand square square foot room. Yeah,
0: you can you can turn the voice down, and so uh I don't remember where I heard it, but they were like, "Turn the radio off in your car," and I remember my brain being like, mm, "I don't know about that." you can do it has an off switch
1: (laughs) (laughs) I only know how to turn it down when I'm looking for something right not like
0: (laughs) or when I need to be somewhere specific I can turn it down uh but full silence Mm. and that was one of the best uh like recovery hacks for me to uh down regulate put work away uh set it aside uh, and, and like refocus on like okay this is this is family time This is the time where I I get the opportunity to grow my relationship, check in, see how things are going. um, And not when I continue in the the thump of any type of music, it doesn't really even matter. Like I tried class. I tried all the musics to like not have to turn it off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, There wasn't that off switch. And uh, you hear this a lot from people of like, you know, leave your work at the door for me i needed a runway to let go of that mm-hmm. um and so allowing myself that runway by you know turning off the radio and 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 having a little bit more focus actually seeing what's on my drive home because i think that's going be something that is so on autopilot you forget the things that are there sometimes you just
1: magically tell teleport back to your
0: home yeah you're home and you're like oh how, oh, how did i get here how did i get here right um I am also, mes- if you're in Fargo, mesmerized by the flag on 45th and Maine. I could stare at that thing for hours. It's all like right. a ginormous football-sized American flag. Yep. The way it blows in the wind, mesmerized. It's like a it's like a mosquito to a blue light. <laughs> 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 it's so weird. Um, but that gives me time to like, okay, whew, all right, great. Now we can have home, mm-hmm. right? And so finding those little hacks that work for you that – Allow you the opportunity to, one start to notice you as a person instead of looking for everything outside of you, and and two to just start to downregulate for that, whatever it is you're walking into at home, mm-hmm. right?
1: You may find that it's easier than to, uh, instead of going right to the TV right to the ipad computer streaming device whatever it is yeah for additional stimulation mm-hmm. because once we once the brain starts to get it it's going to continue to crave it because yeah. that's what keeps it going yep and when we are in that space it's, it becomes really difficult to down regulate enough to get to sleep in a timely manner yeah it's the the same um Reasoning behind removing your TV from your bedroom, if you have one in there, yeah. Because if you're laying in bed watching a bunch of TV, you go, "Oh, I guess it's one in the morning." Whoops.
0: How did we get here? Well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We all know how I got there, and and somehow it always feels like a surprise. Like how? Yeah. 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 And and then you're like, "Well, now I really have to get to sleep," and when you have that pressure. It really doesn't happen
0: no it doesn't
1: because now it's uh it's the same thing as we talked about before is it like you're you're looking for the the you're looking for the end result versus the taking the step onto the journey is that you're looking at i need eight hours of sleep right now
0: yeah or 15 minutes ago yeah right yeah
1: like i need all eight to be done already yep and there's nothing i could do to make that happen
0: nope no matter how hard you try you're not sleeping yep. yeah yeah um let's transition this to simplicity with nutrition
1: yeah there's um i mean if you if you are a a human in the world that has access to the internet you've likely seen contradictory reports or (laughs) contradictory advice from friends family members media doctors health professionals coaches nutritionists all of them uh of what to do how to do it what's the best one what's the best way um when we look at what we would consider healthy um lifestyles across the globe there are common things that are present in near all of them that aren't in uh, extreme climates and that is that it is highly dependent on a large amount of leafy green vegetables mm-hmm. some starchy carbohydrates and lean leanish proteins
0: a little bit of fat call it a good day yeah yeah
1: and so when we talk about the simplicity of your nutrition yes you can get deep 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 down into the dark corners of every nutrition hack possible yep or you can focus on laying out your plate half of it being your leafy green colorful vegetables non-starchy vegetables yeah a quarter of your plate being your starchy carbohydrates your rices your potatoes things like that and then the other quarter of your plate being a lean protein
0: simple as it gets yep right there and this has is this is so when we look at nutrition, it's absolutely an individualized thing, right? And that being said, start there. Start with half your plate in vegetables, um, half your plate, or sorry, divide the other half into quarters, quarter of it protein, quarter of it some type of starch. Mm-hmm. And when we say starch, we're looking at things that came from the ground. So rice, quinoa, sweet potatoes, potatoes, uh, squash, those types of things. Um, we're not looking at, uh, a lot of wonder bread. Yeah. Like highly glutenized things. Um, and like it is okay to, if one day that quarter of the plate is pasta, you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's still a starchy carbohydrate. If it's backwards and half your plate is pasta and a quarter of your plate is leafy greens, that's when it gets weird
1: or it's <laughs> pasta in a heavy cream sauce with chicken and nary vegetables to be seen
0: and that's day in and day out mm-hmm. that's where we that's where it runs the problem yeah and so if you can simplify it to that and like you're probably listening to me saying that doesn't work for me this doesn't work for me blah 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 try that for a month just try it give it a shot and if after that month you can say like okay this This is where I need to tweak it. Great. Yep. 100%. Mm -hmm. If you're doing it for three days and you're like, ah, it doesn't work for me. Yes, it will keep going. (laughs) We have found over the last six to eight years, great success with that exact method. Mm -hmm. Right. And as you start to, find the endeavors outside of the gym that light you up, there may be need to be increases in things. There may need to be decreases in things mm-hmm. to uh, arrive at performance and less about body composition. You know, if you're a, like Jeremy likes to talk about the strength-based athletes, we might have to double that protein at some point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a thing that might need to happen. However, how do we know that if we haven't done that for at least 30 days? Mm-hmm. right
1: most basics of it or uh the type of person who wants to go directly to counting all the calories counting all the macronutrients logging every little piece of food that they possibly can um it, there is a this big thing with the if it fits in your macros type of approach which i think can be good for people who do have a good handle on just basics of eating yeah what tends to happen is even when we have those prescriptions like how much can i like how can i budget in a gas station hot dog into this (laughs) or like, like all right i did this now what what do i have to sacrifice yep from my normal meal that could put me into a deficit of micronutrients Vitamins, minerals, things like that. If I'm doing that on a regular basis, yeah. Or maybe they're foods that just make me feel crappy.
0: And like, what's really cool about if you can adopt this method for every meal for 30 days, I venture to guess. And and I'll be 100% transparent. I'm not a huge fan of meal prepping Mm -hmm. because for me, and and I i imagine there's a lot of people out there that feel this way but don't know how to budget time in order to cook so for me i don't know actually i do know 90 percent of the time let's say i have meal prepped uh five lunches Mm -hmm. on thursday at two o'clock i no longer want what's in there and now i'm forcing myself to eat it because quote unquote food is fuel Mm -hmm. i am angry about it i'm annoyed i don't want to do it it feels like a chore Mm -hmm. If I allow myself the flexibility to be like... And the one thing I do prep is like a boatload of salt, pepper, and garlic protein. That's Mm -hmm. it. That's all I put on it. So then it can become whatever I want it to become. And that does simplify my life a little bit. 90% of the time, if I go ahead and do the 30 meals that it requires to eat a week's worth of food, I am so annoyed with food. And I love food. And so for me, the flexibility of cooking what feels right mm-hmm. has drastically changed my nutrition. I eat better. Um, I'm able to follow the plate method almost to a T. Um, breakfast is still a weird one for me with vegetables, but we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but allowing yourself the, the, the chance to not be stuck in a box mm-hmm. can be really, really helpful. And so for, for our family, we have two different types of protein prepped. That's about it, mm-hmm. because everything else takes about ten minutes to throw together and make a meal.
1: Yeah, I I like to do very similar, and sometimes even if it isn't a me prepping the protein, it's getting getting rotisserie chickens from the grocery store yep. or pre-pulled uh, rotisserie chicken or yep. whatever that has to look like, yeah. so that I have some sort of lean protein, leanish protein on hand, so that given a rush of a day, even for a lunch. I can bring along a bag of steamed vegetables, uh, a cup of minute rice. Yep. Like, is it the most optimal, perfect thing possible? No. Oh. Um, and also, is it better than running down the street to a burger joint? Yeah. Um, as far as what that's going to do for how I feel the rest of the day. And also, something that if I'm doing consistently, what's that going to do to my health? Yeah. Either option, either way. Being able to treat your meal prep as creating building blocks or Lego blocks, whatever analogy f- fits best for you So that you can assemble things quickly
0: Because that's what most of us are looking for right is the the convenience of food. Yeah, and My inner hippie is gonna unleash here for a second everybody So like Jeremy's inner nerd comes out sometimes my inner hippie is gonna come out here real quick so when we look at food The progression that I have noticed over the last 20 years of being in this space is people start with convenient food Mm -hmm. Right, like most people that come to us are still Driving through somewhere to get some food once in a while. Right grab
1: go eat
0: Repeat right and it's not food that's been thought about. It's not food that has even come from nature I would argue and then we make the progression to the plate method. We start letting go of the, the sodas, the drive-throughs, the convenience food, and we're like, okay, understanding what, what cooking food feels like, looks like, is like. From there, uh, once we have that pretty much dialed in, there's this curiosity of like, why do we go into organic food? Why do we go into grass-fed food? Why, why would we make that route? my inner hippie loves that transition because then we're actually getting back to nature which is shockingly we are all connected to um we think we're not we have done a great job of technologing ourselves out of it however we are all deeply connected to that and so when we take that pathway it b- makes a lot of other things in our life flow simpler 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 that wasn't a word <laughs> <laughs> flow better um because we're returning back to that. And so there's a curiosity about going to the apple orchard. There's mm-hmm. a curiosity about fresh picked strawberries. There's a curiosity about the farmers market, right? And you're like, "Oh." It starts to return back.
1: And then following I was just having this conversation with somebody uh in our group training yesterday like realizing then too that there's a large amount of people who then Decide that they're going to uproot everything that they have and buy a farm and go live off their land and We're three years away everybody (laughs) (laughs) um, Coach mo
0: is three years away
1: (laughs) Yeah, and like i've been seeing that especially in the coaching space that that becomes more and more of a thing that people Gravitate towards
0: and growing your own food. Like have a little garden grow your own food and The joys that come with that when you live above the arctic circle we're not quite there, but we're close.
1: Feels like it
2: today,
0: <laughs> um,
1: and also like there's being able to look at our options of nature and technology. Of, Absolutely. Like there, I've been seeing. You know, I I I know the technology behind targeted advertising. Uh, I worked in that space for a little bit, and uh, I've been seeing over the past year a big influx of. Uh, home technologies, consumer grade technologies that allow you to grow your own fruits, vegetables, mushrooms, whatever it is, in your home. Mm-hmm. And they aren't necessarily looking like um these sketchy grow up types of setups that right. people would be hiding from police.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> why is your basement like... glowing? No yeah, reason. <laughs> yeah, don't
1: don't worry about it. Um, it looks like a piece of furniture or house plants and if you look closely there's tomatoes growing on it right. or or you're growing herbs for your food and so you have fr- like something fresh in that regard that makes things taste better yeah especially now that we get into the deep dark portions of winter where anything fresh
0: is like so delightful
1: yeah so or delightful. like it like well this was picked about 5,000 miles away yeah, and was on a truck for a month and I'm not even sure if this actually is a head of lettuce.
0: <laughs> it's been in a plastic bag. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. and it, like that is uh, when we talk about the fitness side of things, my favorite journey is when people uh, walk in and we were talking about this uh, earlier, they, they walk in with their shoulders slumped and they're like kind of hiding from the coaches and they don't really want to be seen and like they kind of duck in and duck out and then about four-ish months into their fitness journey, uh, their health journey, their their shoulders are back. They're looking us in the eye. They're saying hi. They're greeting the new people that are walking in with their shoulders slumped. That is my favorite thing that happens in fitness. My favorite thing that happens in nutrition is when somebody's like, yeah, I think I'm going to grow a garden this year. And I'm like, oh, what's happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and we, we can make that full circle through. And even if they're not growing a garden, they're starting to get curious where their food comes from. And they're starting to get curious what real food really is. And, and that's, uh, my inner hippie gets so excited. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And just so everybody knows, I'm only getting a garden if I can make a robot actually do it for me. I know. Because that's just.
0: You can put your sprinklers on timers. You I know. can have like 90% of that done. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for next summer, everybody.
2: i are going to have a robot army <laughs> growing food.
0: Jeremy gets a garden. Um, last of our four fil- pillars is uh, simplifying mindset, which sounds counterintuitive as we talk about it. And yet uh, one of the first ways that that we help people with that is is with their language. And we've talked a lot about this. Um, and the the other when we simplify the other three things it's kind of crazy how your brain slows down a little bit in a, in yeah. the best possible way
1: yes the i mean even just looking at how um how we've approached mindset coaching even on a one-on-one basis absolutely uh, beyond the approach of language when we look at diving deep into um, limiting beliefs stories from people's pasts looking at you know, what are what are the experiences that have shaped and created this individual um, what is coloring your current identity yeah those all sound very complicated and what we yeah. do is very simple
0: it's very simple
1: um, we as coaches ask a lot of questions and it's as simple as writing something down mm-hmm. writing it down Read it out loud, read it out loud a little bit slower. Read it out loud, putting breath into every time you come to a period, sometimes when you come to a comma, and often when you've come to an and. Four steps couldn't be simpler.
0: No, and it's magical just like learning how to hold a plank for a minute or two um, can drastically improve your fitness. The same thing of writing stories down can give you the space and clarity. Um, and that's, <clears throat> from our experience, that's what about 90 to 100% of the people that we work with are looking for, is space and clarity.
1: Yes, and there can be a propensity in especially the mental space to overcomplicate yeah Um, because we're looking for we're looking for a reason why x y and z why am i feeling this why am i experiencing this um we're always much like i think in the physical realm we're looking for a pathology when there likely isn't one is it anything there um it's a lot simpler than that um and we can through a simple that simple four-step method, we can get to it. Or if we look at something where you are struggling with making a decision, yeah. we can make it as simple as um, I take this approach, I call it's called options work. Yep. So write write out the current current scenario. You don't make any changes. What does that look like? What does that look like six months from now? What does that look like a year from now? What's one of your other options? Write that out. Cast that out in the future. What does that look like? Yeah. What's another option? The simple act of just writing down those options and forcing yourself to do it. You're going to know exactly what you want to do. Really quickly. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: As
1: you're writing it, you're like, I already know what I want to do. Why, why keep going? I'd say keep going. Yeah. Get yourself three to four options in there. Yeah. See what they all look like. See what they all feel like. You might have two that sound pretty good. And that you're like, all right, now I'm, I'm choosing between two things rather than 10 things. Or I can really clearly weigh the, pos, uh, the pros and cons between the two options that are on the table.
0: Yeah. And what this can also do is connect you back to your intuition. And something I want to make like really clear is when we talk about mindset and we talk about fitness... No matter how you come to us whether it's for fitness nutrition mindset or recovery No one is broken mm-hmm. We are not able to fix you or do anything like that You are the one in control and doing all of the work We're just here to give you some like I like to think about it as like bumpers and bowling Yeah, we're here to give you some bumpers you know so you don't like find the shiny thing and you end up seven lanes over mm-hmm. Right It'd keep you out of the Keep you you. trying to
1: make the trick shot seven seven lanes over because you saw somebody else do it on instagram Yeah, right. You're like, all right. I don't even know where my fingers go in the holes yet
0: Yeah, and a lot of the the There are trends in the struggle And if you have somebody that's like hey try this and you're like, holy cow I had no idea that that was even possible Mm -hmm. Right. That's that's what we're here for. That's what good coaching really is is to just Be there and hold space and let you figure it out and maybe give a tool out of the tool belt that you haven't heard of before Mm -hmm. that's it same with uh you know with with what is the the analogy that's like the guy that goes to fix the ship and like they have so many people come in to try to fix the engine and then the one guy comes in and it takes him like 30 seconds he turns one bolt and gives him the bill of like twenty thousand dollars yeah and like they need a breakdown and he's like turning the bolt ten cents (laughs) 30 years of knowledge it took to turn the bolt, $19,000. To know that that was the exact bolt to turn. And how to turn it and what to do with it. So um, that's really what good coaching is about, is the uh, knowledge and experience to learn what bolt it is we need to turn. Yeah.
1: Finding those insights.
0: Yeah. As we roll into this, uh, look at, take a moment, maybe it's on a weekend. uh, It's Thursday while you're listening to this. Take a little while and see, like, give yourself an honest audit. Where can I simplify some things in my life? What subscriptions do I no longer need? Mm -hmm. What tools could I replace with time or with focus or, yeah.
1: Go for full Marie Kondo on your, uh, (laughs) on all your four pillars. Like, look at it. Yeah. Is, are these things actually serving me? Yeah. Um,
0: Do they make me happy? Yeah. Do I like them? Why am I doing them?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Exactly.
1: And if you can't come up with a good enough reason on any of those things, then is a time to Let actually go.
2: get rid of all of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Thanks for hanging out with us again on another episode of the I fit podcast. Please share us with whomever needs to hear this message of being able to simplify everything in a their approach to their health and wellness. Uh, And if you have a moment, please uh, give us a rating if you'd like. Uh, Give us a review. It helps us get in front of as many people as possible. And if you're listening to us and you, you are not working with us currently, please reach out to us. We would love to have a conversation and hear more about what you are struggling with and if we might be able to help. Until next time, I'm Coach Jeremy. I'm Coach Mo. Have an awesome rest of your day.
0: Bye, everybody.